You can wander the golden shores for miles You can climb the highest mountains, touch the skies Or gaze on the far horizon, red out back Open your eyes to Australia Hello and welcome to episode 4 of the series Open Your Eyes to Australia. My name is Jim Lowe and I'm speaking to you from the Blue Mountains in New South Wales, Australia. One of Australia's most famous built landmarks, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, has a special birthday on the 19th of March this year. In 1932, 75 years ago to that very day, which happened to be a Saturday, the Harbour Bridge was opened, joining Sydney to the northern side of the harbour. Begun in 1923, people had witnessed the demolition of homes, buildings and other dramatic changes to their neighbourhoods on both the northern and southern sides of the harbour in preparation for the bridge. They had watched the construction of the four massive granite-faced pylons, had breathed a sigh of relief when the arch was successfully joined in the middle, high above the harbour waters, and had marvelled as the deck was methodically suspended by hangers from the arch. In a time of economic depression, this was indeed a project destined to transfix public attention by its very ingenuity, enterprise and daring. In 1982, the anniversary of the bridge's 50th birthday, I was teaching at Lapston Public School on the Lower Blue Mountains. We decided to celebrate the birthday by having a Harbour Bridge Day of celebrations. Many classes had been doing an integrated unit on the bridge, which included maths activities, reading and writing assignments, drama, art and what have you. We brought this all to a head on our Harbour Bridge Day, Delicious cakes in the shape of the bridge were made for the occasion. Paintings and models were displayed. It was really a lot of fun. A special school assembly was held the following day on March the 19th, the bridge's birthday, at which the wife of the great-grandson of John Bradfield, the bridge's engineer, spoke to the children. A reenactment of the opening was performed and songs were sung. On the following Sunday, many families, including my own, took the opportunity to drive to Sydney and walk across the bridge. All traffic was stopped from using the bridge for the morning walk. Despite the bleak, wet day, it was a very memorable occasion. A few weeks later, I organised a school excursion and we took two classes down for an up-close look at the bridge and its surrounds, a sort of well-deserved reward for all their work. One of the songs we sang at our school celebrations was a song I had written especially for the occasion. We even recorded our singing and sent a tape to the local radio station. They played our tape over the airwaves on the morning of our special assembly. It certainly added to the excitement of the day. I recently made a slight adjustment to the song lyric and re-recorded it. 
have a listen. Seventy-five years you have battled through All around you a changing view You've watched the Sydney skyline rise Breathe the air of polluted skies Oh Sydney Harbour Bridge Happy birthday Happy birthday, Harbour Bridge Dr Bradfield worked on your plans Predicting the stresses that you'd withstand The six million rivets went into your making To keep you solid and stop you shaking Oh, Sydney Harbour Bridge Happy birthday Happy birthday Harbour Bridge In 1932 you were born As Premier Lang looked on in scorn A Captain de Groot on a horse rode by and slashed the ribbon in the wink of an eye oh sydney harbour bridge happy birthday happy birthday harbour bridge you've carried the rich and you've carried the poor Trams, the trains, and a whole lot more Like a giant coat hanger in the sky Looking down as the ships go by Oh, Sydney Harbour Bridge Happy birthday Happy birthday Harbour Bridge Today's traffic problems, it's you they blame But the problems were greater before you came For people are very quick to forget Without a bridge we'd all get wet Oh Sydney Harbour Bridge, happy birthday Happy birthday, Harbour Bridge Oh, Sydney Harbour Bridge Happy birthday Happy birthday, Harbour Bridge Happy birthday, Harbour Bridge I was only thinking the other day, those same children would now be in their thirties doing all sorts of wonderful things. In fact, they would be around the same age I was when I taught them. I hope they remember, as fondly as I do, those special days we spent together way back in 1982.
From the back veranda of the flats in North Sydney, where I spent the first couple of decades of my life, you could clearly see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It dominated the skyline of this part of my 1950s childhood backyard, so to speak. My brother and I learnt to swim at the pool that was within a rivet's throw of the bridge. Next door to the pool was Luna Park, which we often visited, and we sometimes played in Bradfield Park, directly under the bridge's northern approach. Later, my father taught me to drive in this area too. Reverend Frank Cash was the rector of Christ Church, Lavender Bay, North Sydney, when I was a child. He had held that position since at least the 1920s when he started to document with photographs the building of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. From the front veranda and windows of the Christchurch Rectory, a clear view of the construction could be gained. Cash was thus able to keep an almost weekly photographic record of the bridge's progress. In 1930, he published a selection of his photographs in a book, which he entitled Parables of the Sydney Harbour Bridge. In the introduction to the book, he says that he had been taking photographs for 27 years and that he had printed more than 10,000 photographs of the bridge in the previous five years. Lawrence Ennis, the Director of Construction for the Bridge's Contractors, says in the foreword that Reverend Cash was their most constant visitor and had been nicknamed the Mascot Padre. We also learn from Ennis's foreword that Reverend Cash was the only person, outside of those connected with the bridge, to have unlimited access to the work. Apparently, he had shown a complete disregard of his personal safety while taking his photographs. Besides being a truly remarkable and unique photographic record of the bridge's early construction and the resulting dramatic changes it occasioned to the northern foreshores of the harbour, there is a deeper, spiritual level to the book. Reverend Cash believed the bridge to be, in his words, the greatest and most important work of its kind ever undertaken by man, and he viewed the bridge as truly sacramental. He used his photographs to illustrate the spiritual significance of the construction and all its various facets. His enthusiasm and desire to share with others his photographs and spiritual interpretations are clearly evident in his readiness to publish his work two years before the bridge's completion. When considering the changes taking place in his suburb, Cash obviously believed in the value of recording them, and he did this in a painstaking and meticulous manner. However, he showed no sentimentality towards the loss of the old North Shore. He viewed with enthusiasm what he called the Arch of Beautiful Symmetry, which represented for him a vigorous, growing city on the north side of the harbour. In the 1950s and 1960s, North Sydney was once again undergoing major change when I was a child. 
The greatest cause of this change was the construction of the Warringah Expressway. It changed the residential character of the district forever, literally ripping the suburb in half. Buildings of significance and familiarity, houses in which school friends had lived, and small businesses run by people you had known, were crushed under the metal tread of bulldozers. Nothing was spared if it lay in the path of the expressway. While all this destruction was taking place, large office blocks and housing apartments began appearing in the suburb. During my childhood, Reverend Cash was always referred to as Dr Cash. He held an MA and BD in 1930, so I assume in the intervening years he gained his doctorate. I attended North Sydney Demonstration School in the 1950s and Dr Cash taught scripture there each week. When I was in fifth grade, I won a camera in a Coca-Cola project competition for schools. I remember my teacher proudly informing Dr Cash about this and my being asked to come to the front of the class. Dr Cash congratulated me and offered words of advice and encouragement in relation to the hobby of photography. I remember Dr Cash as a bespectacled, white-haired old man, always dressed in a black suit with white clerical collar. In my memory, there is also a strong suggestion of the eccentric about him. I have a feeling that I may have once attended a church service conducted by him at his church in Lavender Bay. I was not as accepting of or enthused by the changes to my suburb to the extent that Dr Cash had been when the bridge was being built back in the 1920s. However, like him, but on a very minor scale, I used my camera to document some of these changes. A while back, I wrote a song with these things in mind. Expressway in his day a bridge changed our neighborhood, changed our neighborhood while I saw the changes through saddened eyes. He saw the changes for the good while he took many photos. I just took a few Changed our neighbourhood Changed our neighbourhood Falling walls and chimneys Steel jibs across the sky and Four stone pylons rising high He watched from his veranda Saw the bridge rise high, changed our neighborhood, changed our neighborhood. He used the bridge in parables to teach God's word with zeal, and those insights his photos would reveal. His thoughts on the expressway. I never got to hear Changed our neighbourhood Changed our neighbourhood 
when he was older And I was shy and tender But I had one a camera then My day an expressway, in his day a bridge Changed our neighborhood, changed our neighborhood While I saw the changes through saddened eyes He saw the changes for the good Well, thanks again for taking the time to listen, and happy birthday, Sydney Harbour Bridge. From the Blue Mountains in New South Wales, Australia, until the next episode in the series Open Your Eyes to Australia, bye for now. For you can wander the golden shores for miles You can climb the highest mountains, touch the skies or gaze on the far horizon, red out back. Open your eyes to Australia. Open your eyes to Australia. Open your eyes to Australia.